Welcome to the Calm and Collected Podcast, Season 2, Communication and Dialogue, Episode 11, Romantic Tension. Welcome back listeners, and in today's episode, we are going to go back on our previous topic. We talk about Awkward Tension in episode 9, and Friendship and Familiar Tension in episode 8. And today we're going to talk about mine, and probably a lot of yours as well, favorite subject, Romantic Tension. Now, this is one of those topics that I could probably make a whole season on. And if I gain enough interest from you, my listener, I may do. However, at the moment, in the spirit of what we talked before, we're gonna cover exclusively romantic tension. Now, before we begin, I'm pretty sure uh, you guys already know that I swear in these episodes. So it's a mature audience as well, but this particular topic will definitely go into more sexual and mature themes, just so you know. So in this episode, we're going to talk about sexual tension, what it means, is it important, is it not, how to build it. We're going to talk briefly about truths, lies. And we are going to talk about teasing and humor as well. Now, let's begin. What is sexual tension? Some people call it chemistry. Others people call it banter. Other people call it that feeling in the air, that tension that is between you and the part and someone you are romantically or sexually interested in. For the purposes of this episode, we are gonna call it tension, because at the end of the day, that's what it is, it's tension, it's this feeling between you and the other person, that there is a tug of war between the two of you, there's a push and pull, there's something that's not quite resolved, there's some kind of attraction, be it mental, physical or emotional, that you cannot quite resolve. Now, I see this from men mostly, but I'm pretty sure there are women as well, who complain about sexual tension, who complain about how hard it is to build it, and how hard it is to maintain it. And I do agree, it is hard, but it is vital. Now, why is it hard? Because, as the name implies, at the end of the day, it is still tension. It is still something tense between you. It's, it's like a rubber band waiting to snap and smash you in the face. That's why a lot of men are afraid to initiate sexual tension because they are afraid of what will happen if it gets broken or the other person doesn't reciprocate but you will not 
be able to build a relationship without sexual tension. Well, why? Because you want a tug of war, you want to be challenged slightly. People who think they don't want to do that end up in unfulfilling relationship. And I, I'm pretty sure you know this kind of people. <coughs> they find themselves a partner and after one year, two years, or maybe even less, they are unsatisfied that they do not receive the same kind of love from the beginning, that there is no sexual tension between them, and then they start finding love elsewhere. They start sleeping left and right. And this happens with both men and women, because we think we want someone subservient that will do our every whim, but in reality, we want someone who slightly challenges us, who teases us, who's not afraid to speak the truth with us and will improve us as humans. People who think otherwise, that's a valid way of living. I'm not gonna dismiss your train of thoughts or tell you you have no right to want that kind of relationship, but I seriously want you to reconsider if that is what truly what you need, what you want, or is it just your ego talking, right? We need to be very, very careful of our own ego. Alright, now, how does one build sexual tension? Well, before we do that, I want to talk about truth and lies, about one universal thing that I will not that everybody knows, absolutely everybody knows, but it's not talked about enough and it's not acknowledged. The thing that everybody knows that any kind of relationship, romantic, friends, familiar, acquaintances, whatever, the only way to build them in a healthy way is to build them on honesty, on truth. Because you can create sexual tension of lies, of pretending to be a person you are not, right? <coughs> I'm pretty sure everyone did this at some point in their life. I know I did. I managed to successfully create sexual tension by teasing in a way that's not me, making jokes that's not my jokes, and I successfully managed to create it. And when we got to escalation, you know, sexual, kissing, whatever, that tension was tested. That bond was tested because nobody will escalate with you to the next step unless they trust you. Right? And if the relationship, if the tension is built on lies, it will break. It will break quite horribly now that we are aware of the importance of truth and how lies can determine a relationship which we all know right I want to go into how to build 
romantic tension or sexual tension which is by teasing and humor and this goes ties in very nicely with the truth and the push and pull I was talking that creates the sexual tension in the first place now what does teasing and humor significant uh, it's easy to tease and humor but there is always a chance of saying something that may be hurtful that may open up odd ones that may make the person sad uh, and, and that is why a lot of <coughs> men won't do it they will have a nice conversation with a girl and they will not tell any jokes they will not tease at all for the fear of offending them and then they are amazed that there's no chemistry and sexual tension between them even if they personally were attracted because one thing that humor and teasing signifies it's the truth it's not being afraid to say the truth right because when you tease there is a chance that you can say something that may offend someone or trigger feelings and that is exactly the point by doing that you subconsciously prove that you are not afraid to speak honestly you're not afraid to tell your opinions even if they may be controversial or even if might hurt the other person stand-up comedy especially have been used to significantly um, opinions that are different from the status quo controversial things and by just simply saying stupid jokes being humorous in your own way not being afraid to tease someone about their um, outfit or personality or whatever shows that you are not afraid to speak the truth and that is instantly instantly elevates you from people who are afraid to build sexual tension <coughs> because there is a potential of offending someone and even if you offend someone that's not the end of the world i remember one time i said i don't, i'm not even sure i know i said a joke that really really upset a girl like really upset a girl and I almost panicked but instead of panicking what I did is I asked her why why was she upset what did she find offensive about my joke and she told me honestly and we had an honest and very good conversation about how far is too far uh, what jokes are acceptable can you tell jokes why is that bothering her and she even managed to heal a bit i opened up an old wound by making the joke and by simply talking to me about it in a calm and concise manner we build a rapport and then i opened up my own past about a similar situation and etc etc if you want to know more about building rapport uh, listen to episode 9 awkward tension but you can turn any situation to your advantage even a poorly timed joke can be an opportunity of deep discussion and bonding don't ignore that that's why people like it 
when you tease, when you humor. Because even if you miss that, if you know how to turn the conversation around, you can have a deep conversation about any subject. Now, one more thing before I leave you for this episode. One thing has been bothered me for a long time is that how do you actually one way to build sexual tension i know this might sound strange is to talk about sex about sexuality right it's probably the easiest way and a lot of people think that it's obvious but it's not at least not for me and when i first started out one thing I observed is that how some people come off very creepy and very uncomfortable when they talk about sexuality, both men and women. It just makes your skin crawl and you want to run away screaming. And then, on the other hand, there's other people who talk about sex and sexuality all the fucking time. And you're not bothered by it. Heck, you may even look at it as a learning experience, as something interesting, and they talk it so casually, like the weather, right? <coughs> What's the difference? How does this happen, right? And then there's the third category, people who make absolutely everything sexual, and people are not creeped out, right? I'm pretty sure you have this slimy friends, probably men, who tries to make everything sexual, but it just comes up as weird and creepy and desperate. And then you have a very hot friend who successfully makes everything sexual and it's acceptable, right? Well, not necessarily hot friend, but friend who knows it, his or her way around the conversation. And this is the two ways to build sexual tension quite easily. Talk about sex. Now how? Well, people who make everything sexual, right? they do it by ramping up their own sexual feelings, their own sexual thoughts, which probably involve you, but you can feel that, you can feel that shift, right? Maybe you are in a conversation with a person about fish and bread and whatever and suddenly you feel sexual tension you feel that this somehow turns sexual and you're not sure how well i will tell you how when you ramp up your own sexual desires inside your own head you change your body language slightly you tense a bit you narrow your gaze right uh, men they narrow the gaze they tense a bit their back quicken and their whole muscles tense, their back are a bit rigid. Women, they smile a bit more, they turn their head, they lift their chin down. There's these unconscious signals we send each other, right? It's instinctual, we cannot control it, but we can choose when to put it into action. And we do that by ramping up our own sexual thoughts, our own sexual desires to the maximum. Because it will change how 
our body sends, it will change our mind X, it will change micro movements that the other person will sense that this is what we are designed to. Right? On the other hand, how to talk about sexual things in a very casual way, a very friendly way that will make even the most roughest person open up. I know I had a friend who I was trying to have the talk with him for such a long time. I know it's not my job to have a talk, but you know the kind of friend I'm talking about who he knows as much about sexuality and sex as a rock and he wants for himself a partner but he's unwilling to learn and he's unwilling to listen and no matter how much you try to bring up the topic he won't but then a guy or girl appears out of nowhere and talks about sex in such a casual way that this guy is suddenly opened up and he's interested and not in like a fakey fakey kind of way, genuinely interested, right? And he starts opening up. And the way these people do it is they are absolutely zen inside. They think about puppies, about mats, about cute kittens. They do not think about any sexual thoughts. And because of that, when they speak, there's no emotional charge behind their words there is no tension there and i know this is a bit contradictory how can something without tension build sexual tension well that's exactly why because if you talk casually about stuff related to sexuality you subconsciously communicate about other person look I am aware that sexuality is part of human nature and I'm willing to discuss it in an adult and civilized manner. And if you decide to discuss it with me, I will let you know that I will not get embarrassed, I will not get angry, I will actually take you seriously and maybe we can have a very enlightening and interesting conversation about topics about fetishes, about anything. And by you communicating this fact without tension, without emotional charge, you let the other person know that they can talk about this stuff and the possibility of talking with tension. Because if you can talk without tension, you can talk with tension as well, right? So use these techniques if you ever want to talk about sexual things with someone, if you ever want to escalate, right? Don't forget teasing and humor. Teasing and humor is one of the most important things. And if anyone is interested in me making a whole episode about how to build your humor, how to build your teasing and stuff along those nature, maybe even a whole season, about romantic things in general please let me know and uh, yeah that's it for today's episode i hope you i will see you in the next episode which is the last episode of this season about social media and how it impacts us after that i'm not sure 
what we're gonna do i was thinking of doing a season or called journey into self since about self-discovery about being alone being comfortable in your own thoughts about feelings shit, shit like that right? and if you have any suggestions topics ideas always always let me know on twitter at aladarbajus or on my website carmencollectedpodcast.com or on facebook same carmen collected podcast anyway on discord where, where, where you find me just let me know i'm always always open to feedback all right thank you for joining me on today's episode sexual tension how to build it why is it important and how to maintain it oh and you need to maintain it don't be that couple that you get together after half a year you do absolutely no effort in building a sexual tension and then you're surprised that you're not attracted to a partner anymore sexual tension is something that you constantly need to keep in order to keep the romantic tension at a high level even at 80 year old yeah so don't 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 ignore it just because you now live together because that's how you will lament where is the passion and go find it somewhere else so keep that up and see you on the next episode bye bye